Hello and thanks for downloading episode 53 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. We really appreciate it. All opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. After... Corner from Philip, it's a really deep one towards the back post and cleared by Borthwick Jackson. Back at the path of Will Digger, just plays it into Arthur Nahura, this has a shot away, it's deflected. Yes, come on! And that's the opening goal of the afternoon. Arthur Nahua with it, five minutes before half-time. And finally, Morecambe gets some luck inside the opposition penalty area. Deep corner from Phillips, wasn't cleared. And then on the second phase, Aaron Wilding, captain in the shrimps this afternoon, slipped the ball into the path of Arthur Nahua. Wasn't a great shot from Arthur, but it took a deflection over a Burton Albion defender. Lollipops over the keeper, Ben Garrett, into the back of the net for Arthur's third of the season. And on 41 minutes, the shrimps have a vital lead here at the Mazuma. It's Morecambe 1, Burton Albion 0, Arthur Nahua. We deserve that, we deserve that. You keep knocking on the door and the goal will come and we've got a deflected goal. We deserve that real up there. Was it Wildy that put the ball into him? Lovely little ball. You think he was going to go back post to Adam Phillips, but instead, clever little ball and Arthur read it. We deserve that look. And it's Arthur Nahua's first goal since his double against Crow Alexandra back at the end of September. Could lift his confidence. He's back in the side. He was back in the side for Wigan after you know being out for some time, really, and out of favour, and that could just lift him. How vital could that goal be? in Morecambe's season. Long way to go, of course, but the Shrimps have a vital lead here at the Missouri. Hey! And now, well, I, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what now, Connor Shaughnessy has gone right over the ball there on it Dylan Conley, and he could be in real, real trouble there. I saw that so clearly, it's right in front of us here in the press deck at the Mazuma Stadium, and that was a nasty, nasty tackle. And Connor Shaughnessy, the Burton Albion midfielder is going to be a super, super lucky if boy he if he doesn't it. get shown a red card here. I don't think he is, so I think he's gone. It's a straight red, and that is the right decision. Yeah, it was a horrible tackle on Dylan Connolly. It was right in front of us here. Well, Connolly's in some pain there. And that was nasty. It was foot up, all studs showing. And it's going from bad to worse for Jimmy Floyd Hasselbanks, man. It's going better and better if you're a Morkham fan. Just taking the lead from Arthur Nahua's third goal of the season and Burton Albion are now down to ten men. A horrible tackle and a red card for midfielder Connor Shaughnessy. Gibson down this left-hand side, snuffs out the danger. Will dig into the path of Stockton, does well to sort his feet out. Adam Phillips is bearing down on goal. Yes! It's really out of the tricks just before the half-time. Lovely move for Morecambe through the middle of the park. And it was Stockton through to Adam Phillips. Les, and it's the, the magic duo. They've done it again. And that is Adam Phillips' first goal for 22 appearances. He last scored for Morecambe back on the 19th of October. But his seventh goal of the season there creates a fantastic cushion against 10 men Burton Albion just before half-time. And what a goal that was too to make it Morecambe 2, Burton Albion 0. Adam Phillips. What a goal, what a moment. What a moment, the, the 
all the players came over to Les. Les Dewhurst is obviously uh, had his uh, had his health problems at Wigan last week. That was great goal, great great football. I tell you who deserves a lot of credit for that goal. Cole Stockton picked out Adam perfectly, Beautiful perfect ball. weight to ball. Got to make this chaos. Great time to go second. Ball into the path of Nahur, who are not afraid to shot down. Could Cole Stockton tap this one in for the yeah! Yes, he can. Oh! And that surely puts the points in the back for the Morecambe boys this afternoon. Cole Stockton's 23rd goal of the season. Liam Gibson feeds it into the edge of the box. There was Arthur Nahua, his low drive, parried out by the keeper, Ben Garrett. And the fox in the box. Cole Stockton buries the rebound. 23 for the season for Cole, a goal. And just after half-time, listen to this. It's Morecambe 3, Burton Albion 0. Get in there. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimp's Verdict on Beyond Radio. The narrative might be that Burton Albion on the beach today, but I think we've we've taken the game from the first minute and we've we knocked on the door. We could have been downhearted when the goals weren't going in and we scored at the right time. And it's been a professional performance from start to finish and it's been our best performance of the season for me. I think that's the that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's we we were on the front foot from the off and despite the fact that the ball wasn't quite going our way in the final third we didn't let our heads drop we got the bit of luck with the goal and we've just gone from strength to strength from there really and that is going to be that as the referee puts the whistle to his lips and that is Morgan's best display of the season it's come just at the right time as well a vital three points it's the first victory under Derek Adams reign for his second spell in charge they have beaten Burton Albion we wanted to do it for Les Dewhurst before the game and we have done just that. And who knows what that could do in the Shrimps battle to stay in League One this season. It's been enormous performances from start to finish. It's our first win in 13 games as well. It's our first clean sheet in 15 games as well. That gives you the measure of how important a three points it's been uh, for Morecambe here at the Mazuma this afternoon. Uh, Mr Shrimps Online, Tom Collins has been alongside myself, Dave Salmon. And Tom, what a time to come up, come up with such a big performance. Brilliant, fantastic result. And um, I think we need to forget about these points required. We just need to go and win games. It's as simple as that. And the performance has been brilliant from start to finish. So can't be more delighted tonight that's going to lift us give us that confidence again the manner of the win we've said for so long that's the first win in 13 games of course and we've said for so long Tom haven't we that we'll take anything we'll take a scrappy scabby 1-0 win own goal off somebody's backside in the last minute it'll do we just need three points but it was so much more than that today it was comprehensive if we put six past them today I don't think they could have argued. We've created so many good chances. But I could say the crossing has been really special. But there's been big performances across the park and hopefully some partnerships. And don't forget, we had players missing today. We had our captain, Anthony O'Connor, missing today. Greg Lee, international for Jamaica, missing today. And we've done it without them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that gives you the measure of how fantastic the performance has been here at the Mazuma Stadium. I don't think there was a, a bad display from all well 14 players that took to the field our man of the match was Adam Phillips I thought it was absolutely sensational Aaron Wilded with the captain's armband the sponsors man of the match you couldn't argue against that either but uh, 
performances Tom right across the board there wasn't a bad one on there today so many big big games I think Derek Derek Adams needs to take Derek Adams needs to take credit today because he's put to, together a team that's taken the game to them from a minute he's he's spotted weaknesses I thought Connolly up against um, who was on the right right back for them it was Hamer who was uh, right footed I thought Connolly started the game really well so just no like it's just been the full performance today What's this going to do for us then now, Tom, going into the last six games of the season? Just gives us the right wins to keep keep, keep going. And until we're safe or until we're not safe, either way, we just keep playing games and no one would have backed us for a win. Everyone's lost confidence. With, you know, at Wigan, some people were saying we're going down. When we, when we lost it, um, when we're losing at Shrewsbury at half-time, we're going down. We've just got to stay positive, stick together, stick behind the players. And I believe we can do enough to stay in this division. Because it is going to be that low points tally, Tom, isn't it? It's going to be 41, 42 points, probably. We've got 35 points now, so it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's on, isn't it? It's on. I'll leave, I'll leave that to the status like yourself to work out the points. You're the stats <laughs> man, Tom, you tell us. I just think we need to go in and aim to get maximum points from now on. And we play like that and we'll be a match for anyone. And that's what it's about. And Oxford United on Tuesday, Tom. It's going to be a different test, isn't it? They're going to be. They're going for the playoffs. Oxford are a quality side. They are, aren't they? It's side. going to be a I different test. Um, but it's about us. It's about us. We've got 5,200 today. Fantastic initiative for the club to have community day and get what 1,200 fans in. Get the atmosphere pumping. The fans were right behind the team, and let's take the game to them again. Get another three points on Tuesday, and all of a sudden we're feeling very confident about life we've gone from the depths of despair to the heights of joy haven't we in the space of 90 minutes of football here at the Mazuma Stadium so it's amazing what one win can do isn't it I said it? that at the start of the game like forget these required points we just need wins when Adam Phillips I think that Adam Phillips goal had started to just like the game could have just escalated at 1-0 you know maybe there could have been something that sparks sparks it off but we kept going in a professional way Adam Phillips scored that second goal and I think that just took the wind out of Burton and it was a great goal great team goal and that yeah I was delighted I'm just delighted and awesome. I love the fact today that we've kept a clean sheet as well I said that uh, when we're 3-0 with about 20 minutes to go I said I'll take 3-0 I yeah, just want the clean sheet because 3-1 or 4-1 is not quite as good is it I don't think take 3-0 yeah. get, get confidence in the defence because they deserve that Trevor Carson deserves a clean sheet you know the whole back four were brilliant today um, Cooney came on played well just performances were there across the pitch it's going to be a good weekend Tom that's for sure absolutely I'm, uh, I'm delighted and um, just just gives us something to hold on to now to build on it's the hope isn't it hopefully it's not going to be the hope that kills us in the next couple of weeks Doesn't need to be. If, we, if we play not just the performance but the heart and the determination and the will to win we wanted to win today and so we did win today I thought we won the game in the first half. We were first to the second ball. Well, first to first, second balls. Like I said, Adam Phillips was, you know, he's not the tallest player on the pitch, but the number of headers he won. And, you know, Aaron Wilde coming back in the side, bringing the experiences. I just thought across the park, we won all our individual battles. And you put that together yeah. and you get three points. Simple as that, isn't it? Tom Collins, a.k.a. Shrimps Online. You, 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 I'm sure you're listening to this now. 
and you, you must follow Tom on Twitter at Shrimps Online. You, you must have read his analytical previews for the two people that haven't. Follow him on Twitter. Shrimpsonline.co.uk uh, is the website as well. And uh, Tom, thanks for your input today on commentary. Really appreciate it. And uh, no doubt uh, we'll, uh, you'll be bothering us again between now and the end of the season. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, it was a really good performance from us today. You know, it's the best performance we've probably had since uh, you know I came back to the football club. I thought that... Um, the team we picked, the players that uh, played the really well, we controlled large aspects in the game and before we scored, we probably could have scored you know, a few more goals and uh, we're probably unfortunate not to have maybe a penalty kick on Adam Phillips as well in that first period, but uh, it was a, a performance that uh, I'm delighted with. I thought that uh, the way we passed the ball, the way we created chances uh, is what we wanted to see. And then you know, we scored you know, three very good goals as well uh, with Arthur. Adam Phillips uh, and obviously Cole Stockton as well and uh, over the afternoon we could have scored a lot more goals than that it, uh, it was a, a terrific performance from us You said on Thursday that uh, of course you wanted the three points you wanted to get goals in the bank as well you've come away with three points and three goals could it really have gotten much better for your side? Yeah I mean I think that um, we could have scored a lot more goals today I think that uh, the goal difference and that's why I was trying to push to get some more goals because um, goal difference might be important at the end of the season. And uh, we just, you know, got three today. We've kept a clean sheet and, uh, you know, won against a very good Burton Albion side. And looking at individual performances, that's Cole Stockton's 20th goal of the season uh, in the league. You've worked with him, obviously, uh, in your previous um, time with the club. Does it come as a surprise to you to see him um, thriving at this level? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, Cole did really well last year, but, uh, you know, to come this season and score 20 goals uh, in this league uh, is a tremendous effort from him, and uh, he deserves it. You know, today he's reacted really well uh, to the ball coming off the goalkeeper, and uh, he's been able to put it in. And I think that, you know, his all-round performance, I think he would have been probably involved in the Adam Phillips goal as well. Uh, his hold-up play is excellent. And like we say, I think six more games to go. Um, great start in terms of the, the last seven. But uh, in terms of confidence within the squad, how much confidence can this afternoon's performance give your side? Yeah, I mean, great confidence. I think that um, we know that with the six games to go, they're all tough games. But the players have shown today uh, that they, they can play. Um, you know, the, you look at the wall digs and the, the Phillips in the midfield, you know, I thought that they were excellent. We made a tactical change at half-time. We took cause off and put... Uh, Tombs on because it gave us that extra man in the middle of the pitch to try and control the game uh, and you know it was good for a number of players but the back four changed today we made three changes out of four in the back four so um, and we've kept a clean sheet and what's the message to the players ahead of another big game here on Tuesday night against Oxford United well, we'll come in tomorrow uh, recover because that's what you do is you know professional football players uh, get them uh, recovered. The ones that didn't play will train, and uh, we'll be ready for Tuesday night because we know, you know, Oxford United are trying to get into that uh, playoff positions, and they're a, you know, a very, very good football team. And finally, you said on Thursday about the fans; they were magnificent today, weren't they? Yeah, we had a great following today. I mean, it was near capacity crowd uh, at the Mizunaba Stadium today, and the fans, you know, saw a lot of excitement today. They saw a lot of good football uh, passing, and the amount of chances that we did create today. Um, we just feel that we could have scored more goals. 
And on a personal level, it must be nice for you as well, given the fact that when you first started here, there were no fans. So to see it as full as it was and to get the win, you must, again, you must be delighted. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, last season, uh, it was very difficult without supporters. We had obviously had it to uh, the playoffs, but uh, you know to have so many in here today and uh, to get a resounding victory in League One is especially special. Derek, thank you so much. Thank you. Those five changes today, Derek. How many of those might have played? How different was the starting lineup to the side that you might have picked if everybody was available? Um, I'd love to tell you that, but I'm not <laughs> going to tell you that. And uh, you know, I think that I think that you know we we changed things today because we obviously needed uh, to get a, a result, and we needed the three points. And it was important that uh, we added some freshness to the team, uh, and it worked. I assume Anthony O'Connor was one of the players who was ill. Reese Bennett came in, and you've wanted that physical presence at the back, and uh, it, it worked really well today. Yeah, we made you know three changes at the back. You know, Ryan McLaughlin came in, Bruce Bennett came in, and so did uh, Liam Gibson to the back four. Uh, so that uh, is good for them. They got a clean sheet today, but uh, we have to add to that uh, in the future weeks. In the forward areas, you know, Adam Phillips came into the team and uh, he scored a goal. And, and I thought you know Connor was excellent today. His his quickness up front really caused them problems and Cole Stockton and Arthur linked up well uh, and then you know, we had Oz and Toombs uh, playing in that midfield. That was Adam Phillips' first goal for 22 games and we've really missed his presence. Not just his goal but his all-round performance today. Absolutely terrific. Yeah, I mean, Adam can do that and uh, you know, he's been here for a number of seasons now on loan from Burnley and it's a player that uh, you know I really like his passing is excellent and he's got the ability to score goals and today um, you know he scored we want more goals from him their goalkeeper obviously got man in the match today because the amount of you know good saves he made first clean sheet in 15 games as well we know you like a clean sheet and, and that's something to build on at the back now as well isn't it yeah, I mean, it certainly helps you. Uh, you can't lose a game if you've got a clean sheet. So um, we know we've got players in the team that can score goals and that's been a big problem throughout the season. We haven't uh, kept enough clean sheets. We've conceded too many goals and between now and the end of the season, we have to get that right to, to keep us in this league. And finally, Derek, from a personal point of view, your first win since coming back to the club, that must mean something extra special as well to you. Yeah, I mean, obviously delighted. We've had a, you know, a difficult uh, run. We've still got a difficult run to go and uh, we're going to give it our all to, to stay in this league. And today has given us the opportunity to close the gap between the teams above us. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Now, six more massive games ahead for Morecambe Football Club in their battle to beat relegation from League One. The Shrimps next in action then. This coming Tuesday night, the rearranged fixture back at the Mazuma against Oxford United. It was postponed a couple of weeks back, remember, due to international call-ups. Ahead of the game, I've been talking to Simon Hathaway. Si is a lifelong Oxford United fan and one of the presenters of the Fence End podcast, a fans pod for Oxford. And the ideal man then to get the full lowdown on Carl Robinson's men ahead of their trip to the Mazuma this coming Tuesday night. Well, Simon, thanks for coming back on. We uh, really appreciate your time once more. Before we get on to matters on the field, uh, give us everything we need to know about the Fence End podcast. <laughs> well, uh, it's named after the most famous wooden structure in football, the Fence End at the uh, Kassam the Stadium, um, which might not be there for much longer if we get a new stadium, which is sort of being talked about at the moment. There's lots of news around that. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Oxford fans talking about Oxford, basically. And, uh, yeah, the Fence End pod. 
and it's uh, a proper fans forum, isn't it? It's not corporate in any way. And, and, and those are the kind no. of podcasts I like because you can really get down to the nitty gritty and, and really tell it like it is. Yeah, we can we can be honest about stuff. Um, yeah, we're, we're not club affiliated. We're independent. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we're, we're, we're in a positive situation with the football club at the moment. So there's not too much to be unhappy about. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we try and keep it upbeat. You mentioned moving to a new stadium there. The Kassam's not not that old it, it, itself. What, what's all that about? Well, it, it, it's it's the Kassam because it's named after the previous chairman and owner of the stadium. The the ownership of the stadium and the football club are separate and have been for a number of years now. Um, so the, it, it makes it really difficult to make any money on match days um, because of, you know, the money goes to the stadium owner. Um, yeah. There's been some issues with, you know, we, we try to get some fan zones set up. Um, that's going to cost us a huge amount of money. Um, we tried to get a women's game played there. That wasn't possible. It's just, it's impossible to kind of move forward and be sustainable as a club when you can't make any income or very little income from the stadium aspect of it. Um, and he's he's got no intention of selling to the current owners. So, uh, we'll, you know, we, we've kind of come to a point where a new stadium really is about the only option. Is there money for that? Is there planning permission? Or how far down the road it, is that? We had a, uh, there was a council meeting um, a couple of days ago, which agreed to sort of continue discussions with the club. It's a very early stage. I've kind of, in football terms, I've said to people, we're about half time in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup. And, you know, the, the meeting on Tuesday was basically the referee not abandoning abandoning the game. You know, it, it's <laughs> it's going to have to go through a lot of hoops and lots of planning and, and lots of technicalities. So it's a, it's a little way away before we can start talking about what colour the seats are going to be. You know, it's it's a long way off yet. Well, it's got a certain charm, the Kassam being a three-sided <laughs> stadium. I, I use charm very loosely. When we yes. played you earlier in the season, I was parked behind the fence end and your striker, Matt Taylor, in the first half, <laughs> lollipop on over the bar and bounced off the roof of my car. car yes. So uh, thanks for that. I'll, I'll send you the invoice in the post. But um, good luck with that going forward. So let's talk about that game earlier in the season. And uh, I must say... Uh, you looked a pretty good outfit that day, and obviously, as the weeks and the months have gone by, you're now well in the in the playoff picture. But certainly on that occasion, you you, you well beat us earlier in the season. Yeah, we 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 started the season well, and we continued it well. You know, the last two or three years, we've we've been a bit poor at the start of seasons, and then gone a, gone on a real good run at the end of the season. This year, we've started well. We've stayed in and around the playoffs, and and we're you know decently in the playoffs now. Whereas before we've been playing catch up a little bit. So, yeah, it's been overall a really good season so far. You gave us uh, on that day, you gave us, it seems ages ago since we were at the Kassam. It's only, what, about <laughs> four months or so ago. It's uh, one of the many away Morecambe trips to forget for Shrimps fans uh, this season. Another Cole Stockton wonder goal aside, we were well beaten on the day. Yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, Cole Stockton was the was the player we were worried about, and I think we put in a, an inquiry for him in the transfer window. But he's, yeah, it, it, we've home form has been fantastic this year. I think we only lost a couple of games at home, I think something like that, and it's been, it has been a good season where we against. We struggle against the really, really physical sides, but if if you're playing a team that want to try and play a bit, which I think more can try, you know, they're not they're not a team of cloggers. Let's put it that way, like <laughs> you know. And it it, it it suited us, you know, we, when we when we're 
playing and flowing and the balls moving around, we we we're a pretty difficult side to stop. Yeah, absolutely. That that was certainly the case in point on on, on that day and. I suppose as the season's gone by, Simon, you, you like you say, you're well in the promotion mix now and it, it would take a, a lot for you to be caught. I'm not, it's obviously not a done deal yet by any stretch, but you should easily be in the top six, fingers crossed at the end of the season. Yeah, it, it's tight. It's getting tighter. You know, you kind of look at the table as it stands at the moment and probably from eighth upwards are looking at playoffs. You might find, you know, Ipswich, Portsmouth might sneak the last one, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking they're going to struggle to catch us. But it's, yeah, it, it, and everyone's playing each other at the moment as well. You know, it's, it's been, teams are taking points off each other. One week, you're, you're quite comfortable. You lose a game, midweek games go against you, and all of a sudden, it's it's a little bit uh, bit more twitchy. So lots to play for on mm. Saturday for, for, for different reasons. We, of course, have changed our manager since we played you last. So you're going to be up against um, a, a very similar squad playing in a... Well, I say similar squad. We've obviously made additions in the transfer window. I was going to say we've tightened our defence up. Well, that's obviously not been the case in recent games, but uh, slightly different personnel, but certainly a very different way of playing. The Stephen Robinson 4-3-3 is a long-distant memory. Uh, This is now much more defensive and and much more uh, counter-attacking and will let you have lots and lots of the ball. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we have we came up against the team recently, Shrewsbury, who'd been really tight at the back, managed to score two goals. In, and we had a, a bit of a sort of a depleted team at that point with injuries and COVID and stuff. Um, yeah, we, we're, we're the highest scorers in the division. We're, we're certainly not the tightest at the back. You know, there's, there's usually goals in our games. We've been winning games 3-2. You know, I think that's possibly the most frequent scoreline for us this season. And it's it's been fun. You know, it's been really entertaining stuff um, and, and, and good to watch. But yeah, we 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 usually get a goal, um, even against teams that are sort of defensive or, or quite sound at the back. Um, you know, you kind of hope it's going to continue that way. But but who knows? The, the, the recent run that we've been on, not great we've got to find some wins from somewhere. If you're a team at the other end of the table, Simon, does that make us easier to play against? Are we demoralised? Should it be an easy win or are we more dangerous because, well, we've got nothing to lose now. We've just got to go for it. Mm. There's always that horrible thing where you kind of look at the the form and go, well, I haven't won in so many games. And it's kind of at some point, that that run comes to an end. You know, it, it has to. And it, it, the longer it goes on, the closer it gets to, to coming to an end. And it, it, we've done that before so many times as a club. Maybe not though so much this season, but, you know, we've gone to clubs with with long records of losing or we're on a winning run and it, it all falls apart. But you kind of think with with the your form, our form, you know, you'd have to be positive and, and confident. But but football's not like that, and that's why we love the game. It, Absolutely. You know, or if you know, if it was that easy to predict, everyone would be making a fortune betting. It's ridiculous at the bottom end of the table. It's it's utterly utterly bizarre. It's going to be a probably a record low number of points to survive, which mm. is good news for us. <laughs> yeah, especially with some hard games coming up. Yourselves uh, being one of them. Uh, we've still got to play our last two games of the season are MK Dons and then Sunderland on the final day. So uh, a lot of twists and turns to come for both sides, that's for sure. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's you know that bottom of the table scrap and the top, you know, and the playoff scrap. It's it quite similar. You know, I think yeah. it's going to be a, a high number of points needed for a, for the playoffs this season, and like you say, potentially a low a low number, you know, for the relegation spots. And it's it's that kind of group, and and it'll keep moving around. One week you're up, one you know, the next week you're back down in it, and it's going to just be like that until the end of the season at, at both ends of the table. I mean, look at the table now. You've got what sixty eight points. I always think about 75-ish is a benchmark for, for playoffs as a general mm. rule. You're nearly there, aren't you? Yeah. One of our fans has got a, um, a kind of connection with the uh, the championship manager, football manager, computer game franchise. He's run some models on games and form and all of that sort of stuff. And it's looking like kind of 81 points is going to be needed to to make the playoffs. Okay. So I think it's there's still a little way to go. You know, you kind of think, well, it's, you know, enough games to get that, but you know, eight games, we might need 11, 12 points. It's it's still a bit tight. So for people who haven't seen Oxford United this season, Simon, tell us everything we need to know. Players, formation, style of play. What do we need? It's changed a bit recently because of some injuries and and, and we, we got Sam Boulder came in um, during the January transfer window. We, we tend to play one man up front, Matty Taylor. Um, and, and sort of two wide men or two men behind him, that kind of thing. With Boulder coming in, you want to play him. We played with two up front and three centre-halves and wing-backs. Boulder's now injured, but we've we've stuck to that three at the back, mainly because of injuries. And it's it's kind of, we've 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 had to kind of, right, who's fit? What formation can we make with, with the players that we've got? And we've, we've gone to a three at the back and looked quite decent because the the two wing backs, who Mark Sykes and Ryan Williams, are, are kind of attacking midfielders, really wide, you know, wide attacking players. But their their energy works as as wing backs. Um, we're scoring goals. We've got a centre half, um, Luke McNally, who probably wouldn't have played but for injuries. Who's looking fantastic? We've we've got a little production line of centre halves who are ball playing centre halves, and he's he's the latest. He he looks a, a real find. Run, gets forward with the ball well, but we'll we'll play it around on the pitch, uh, on, the, on the grass, you know, it'll be little one-touch triangles, that kind of thing, and try and create chances all around the, you know, all around. Certainly like um, Taylor up front, obviously vastly experienced, like your mm. central midfield as well, Herbie Kane, Cameron Brannigan, who I suppose you would argue you did quite well to keep hold of in the transfer window. Yeah, he, he said, he, you know, he said it since that he never wanted to go anywhere else. He was happy here. Um, and I think we've, he's been part of the last two playoff campaigns where we've we've not made it. Uh, and I, he, he seems really comfortable and happy here, enjoying his football. He's scoring some goals this season um, and, and really become a, 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 an integral part of the, of the, of the team. Um, yeah, Herbie Kane is another one who, if he's given time, will will find a pass from nothing. Um, and, and we've got players who will move and find, you know, give him options to to find those passes. So, yeah, it, it's uh, keeping hold of Brannigan was an important thing, especially with the kind of then we've had one or two injuries since. He's he's been a really important player. So another yet another team who plays a back three. Uh, it seems like every team in League One plays about three these days, uh, including Morecambe. Derek Adams, when he came into the club, um, surprised everybody, I think. We thought he was going to be his 4-2-3-1, which was the formation he got us promoted with last season. But he's played three at the back in every game so far. And, uh, well, it just hasn't worked. I suppose if you look at a team who have conceded 75-plus goals, you must be licking your lips. 
yeah, when we've kind of scored a similar number, it's, yeah, it's going to be I, it, it, horribly though. You might end up going, and it ends up a nil nil because it's kind of like it's got to cancel. I might, I might change that to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's odd, but yeah, you kind of hope, like we said earlier, the form you're on, the form we're on, you'd back us to to win. But but then football's not like that, and and it's with with injuries and and such, it could be a tricky game. And given your uh, trials and tribulations in the playoffs over the last couple of years, so I, it, you you really want to get over the line this season. I suppose Carl Robinson more than anything wants to get over the line this season. Yeah, I, I mean, looking at the table, the the automatics would need us to win probably pretty much every game, and and hope we can or MK slip up. I think Rotherham are out of sight, but it's that kind of having lost in the playoffs in the semi-finals and the final in the last two years, you kind of think, okay, maybe that will galvanize the players and and they won't let it happen again. Or maybe it will be a mental thing and it happens again. It's a real, you know, you, 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 which side is is it glass half full or, or half empty as to whether that's a good thing or a bad thing that we've missed out twice in the last two years. I suppose the analogy goes, though, if you've got somebody who can put the ball in the net despite our bad run, you've always got a chance in any game. And uh, if you're up against a team that's got a 22-goal scorer, that that must be a concern. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we've got two of the top three goal scorers in the division this year, and I think I think there'll be goals. So, you know, I can. we've been conceding. You've got a player who's in form and, and scores a lot of goals. We're the same. We're in form with Scott. I think it's it's likely to be a high-scoring game, I think. I think I can see us conceding. We have been pretty much every game conceded. I would I would love it to be a high-scoring game in our I'd love it to be a 1-0 in our favour, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've, given, I've long since given up predicting how Morecambe's individual games are going to go because we lose to bottom of the table and then we turn over top of the table. We, we beat Wickham when they were top of the league just mm. a couple of short months ago. And then we lose the crew rock bottom of the league a couple of weeks before that. So I, I have no idea how it's going to go. Do you think, Simon, finally, that you are going to do it this season? Is it going to be third time lucky to get into the championship? It's going to be tough, isn't it? There's a lot of good teams in the top six or seven at the moment. Yeah, there are. And, and it's, God, I hope so. You know, it's, <laughs> it would be horrible. I, You know, we're looking at the... Uh, probably hopefully getting into the playoffs, you know, although that's, you know, far from certain. Yeah. I, I, I somebody asked me, you know, if you could guarantee going up in the playoffs, you'd take it because it's a day out at Wembley and it would be, you know, it's a fantastic kind of distills the whole season down into one whistle at the end of a game. And it's, it would be fantastic. And having got back into the football league through the playoffs, you know, it was a, an amazing experience and yeah. feeling to do that. And I, I think, you know, maybe it is third time lucky. The first year, no fans at all. The second year, only very few because of COVID issues. This year, touch wood, if we got there, it would be a full house and, yeah, would be quite an experience. Well, Sai, thanks very much for, for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, good luck in your playoff hunt. Hopefully we can put a slight dent in that. I think you're going to be in the top six, though, come what may. You you looked a quality outfit to me when we played you earlier in the season, and obviously you've carried that form on. So Mm. uh, good luck. Uh, Give us the plug for the fence end one more time. Yeah, it's the the fence end pod um, on that's on Twitter, and and we're on SoundCloud and all the all the usual uh, podcast providers. (laughs) How long have you been going actually on the on the podcast? 
Ah, good question. About 2015, 16, I think that sort of time. So yeah, sort of five, six, seven years, that kind of length of time. Uh, it's, a, it's a real, real fans pod. You, you it, it is, yeah. Tell it yeah. like it is, I suppose, when things are going well, it's easy to be positive though, isn't it? I, I think that that's the thing with football. People talk about, you know, marketing in football and trying to get, just win on the pitch. If you're winning on the pitch, people will come. We've, we've had some great crowds recently because we're winning games. Yeah. As simple as that, it's isn't it? It is simple, yeah. <laughs> Simon, thank you so much and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. A massive thanks to Simon Hathaway from the Fence End Podcast Lifelong Oxford United fan as well. And a fantastic lowdown on all things Oxford. Carl Robinson's men at the Mazuma Stadium to play Morecambe this coming Tuesday night. And of course, if you're not heading to the game, Shrimps Live will bring you all the action as ever. We'll be live on Beyond Radio, on FM and DAB+, and also online via iFollowShrimps from 7.30 for full match commentary. We'll look forward to your company then. Keep the faith, Morecambe fans. Thanks for listening, as ever. We always appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again next time. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.